Peace, love, and happiness, beautiful people. This is the Growth, Health, and Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Jesse The Truth, as well as my co-host, Erica. And today we are talking about health shows, documentaries that you can either watch on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, uh, damn, there's so many streaming services, I don't know, HBO Max, Peacock, damn, what else, Tubi, does Tubi have documentaries? I think they do. I think. Child's Tubi, y'all be, y'all been killing it lately. Oh man, Tubi got all the hood classics. <laughs> uh, and good books to read. Of course, we try to bring y'all good information as far as like what we like to like watch or like uh, read. Mm-hmm. I know you don't watch TV too much. Barely at all. <laughs> but I like watching TV shows, movies, uh, mm-hmm. anime and stuff like that. So I'm always watching something. Uh, even if I'm working, I always have something playing. So we're going to bring y'all some of the stuff that like we watched. Uh, I'm going to, of course, start it off with What the Health. That's the first one on my list, too. <laughs> what the Health, I feel like, really started this uh, era of being health conscious for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I know it was one of the videos I watched before I went vegan uh, at the time. If y'all don't know, I was 260. Uh, big as hell. Almost 300. I don't know how I let myself get that high. Uh I can see how it happens for a lot of people, though, so no judgment, but uh, living proof that you can get back to where you want to be at if you sit there and make good choices. So what the hell started my uh, my dive into eating better? Uh, it talks about how a lot of the foods are basically carcinogenic, uh, bad for you. And it, uh, it also shows you how, like, it shows the behind the scenes of these societies, the American Cancer Society, the diabetes. You That's know, what I was going to talk about a lot, how they advertise to you. Hey, uh, they do the pink stuff for like breast, breast cancer, breast cancer awareness, yogurt. like yogurts and like dairy products. Mm-hmm. But those are the same products that are causing a lot of this for you. For women, uh, dairy is one of the worst things you could do, not only for your skin, but it can also affect what is it that I'm thinking of? That we make it a lot of fibroids. Fibroids. Mm-hmm. That's uh, another one. It can also uh, contribute to fibroids uh, and a lot of hormone imbalances. Because again, if you know what milk is, uh, milk is pumped full of uh, hormones, just like chicken and a lot of other stuff. And it just shows you that a lot of these companies are in the bed with uh, cancer treatment. Of course, this is a billion dollar industry, so. Uh, when it comes to money and profits, those reign supreme for those companies. And they not finna give y'all the cure, nor are they finna help y'all if it fucks up their money. So yeah, it's not profitable for it's them. It's not profitable at all. So they're going to they gonna advertise it to you. They're going to make it seem like they, you know what I'm saying, they want you to do good. They're going to want you to seem like they trying to help uh, heal you. And uh, a lot of doctors will actually... Uh, prescribe some of these things to you like yogurt and stuff like that mm-hmm. but uh doctors are not trained nutritionists uh there are a lot of doctors that are though and they will advise you on what to eat but yeah what the hell open the floodgates up for a lot of these shows and movies and stuff like that uh i think the same producers who did what the health also brought cowspiracy yeah, I got that one. Yeah, you don't know what cowspiracy <laughs> is that man it goes deep into like how they be doing cows mm-hmm. I know they have up. one called Seaspiracy. 
Oh, with like the uh, I'm not watching with it, the though. whales <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh, was that blackfish? Mm-mm, no, that's probably blackfish. No, sea spiracy is like cow spiracy, but with with the fish. Yeah, with like tilapia and how tilapia is not a real fish. It's man-made fish. We don't know what tilapia is. Tilapia is advertised. It's like, oh yeah, it's fish. Uh, it's not a real fish. You can't <laughs> go in the sea and find a tilapia. <laughs> it does not exist. Yeah, that is a man-made fish. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't know it wasn't in the the water. It's not in the water. It's crazy. Dang. Uh, mm-hmm. It's crazy, though, because it's saying that what the health has drawn criticism from many, including medical doctors and scientific skeptics who can uh, contend that it is misrepresents facts. You can say that, but to be honest, a lot of doctors are in the bed with pharmaceutical mm-hmm. companies because as they well. they get paid for the prescriptions that they sell to you promote you get uh, you on this is why I'm always a bit advocate about like learning history and learning how stuff is done in this country uh, we talked a couple episodes back about how they advertise and market foods to people mm-hmm. I told y'all before uh, the reason why we have the so called standard breakfast idea that bacon uh, eggs Egg, and sausage. all that is mm-hmm. designed to benefit bacon in uh, the pork industry because at the time, that's not what we were heavily eating. We was eating mainly like fruits, grains, like oatmeal and stuff like that for breakfast. But people who made bacon was like, well, dang, how can we get more people to buy our products? They hired this dude. He said, okay, cool. I'm going to hire some doctors to say this is a part of a healthy diet, uh, part of a healthy breakfast and all that. And we're going to get people to buy this. They did that, and now we have the standard American breakfast diet, and it's all thanks to doctors sitting there getting paid to advertise some. So some of these doctors, are good. of course, they're going to sit there and say, hey, this is not true. Some of this, you know what I'm saying, is like lies. But again, as we talked about just a minute ago, a lot of doctors aren't trained nutritionists. Uh, or they know and they just feel like their job is at jeopardy if everybody starts on this health wave and is like, I don't need you. Let me go eat exactly, better. Because that's the thing about it. If we eat better, we take care of ourselves. What need for a lot of these doctors? What oh, need yeah. is there for, you know what I'm saying, cancer treatment? What need is there for a lot of these businesses that are billion dollar industries to exist if we take care of ourselves? Mm-hmm. It's not. So, of course, they're going to be skeptical. Again, we always tell people, do your research. Uh, I'm not going to sit there and say what the health is. The Bible nor is it uh, 100% fact because, again, they could be exaggerating on some things. They could be lying to us about some stuff. But it's up to you to do your research and dissect and pick apart what, you know what I'm saying, might be true. Uh, so what the hell was a big one. I know a lot of people tell me, like, yeah, that's what like got me into veganism as well. There's a lot of people. When I wrote, I said, it's the OG. It's like, yeah, it's definitely the OG. You got to start there. You got to start there. Uh, Cowspiracy is the other one. Cowspiracy explores the impact of animal agriculture on the environment and investigates the policies of environmental organizations on the issues. Mm-hmm. So this is showing the effects of how the meat industry, you know what I'm saying, produces this on a mass scale. Because you got to understand to like feed millions of people all these, you know what I'm saying, burgers and, 
you know, ground meat and stuff like that, you had to have these large farms with all these animals. They shit. They, you know what I'm saying? They had to eat water. It shows the water intake it takes to like supply those animals, the food intake, as well as what happens with their waste. A lot of it seeps into the uh, ground and it seeps off into the water system. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Creates dead zones. Uh, too much nitrogen and water depleted of oxygen and causes it to be, you know what I'm saying? A place where fish can inhabit. Uh, so it talks about the deforestation, the deforestation of like the the earth. Talks about, you know what I'm saying? Them they have to graze, they have to eat grass. So the more grass they're eating, they're stripping the ground of what protects, you know what I'm saying, the earth from sand. If you don't know history, you know that they had a thing called the Dust Bowl, which is in a time where they was messing up the land with uh, how they was farming and all the grass died off. Mm -hmm. So the soil and dirt was exposed. Pair that with wind, it shows how they create like a dust storm type of environment. Mm -hmm. So, again, these animals are creating that because we sit there and clamor to like eat them. They provide it to us, but the cost of hurting the environment. So it talks about how doing this is causing climate change, uh, depleting us of our water, the deforestation of the planet, as well as ocean dead zones that are starting to become more and more massive. Uh, so definitely check out Cowspiracy. Dang, it's another one. Uh, That's on Netflix? Yes, yeah, I'm on. Or it's on YouTube. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a Seaspiracy because I don't think I've seen these. I only saw it when I saw Cowspiracy. It was like um, recommended underneath Cowspiracy, but I wouldn't. I'm not gonna watch it. I can't watch it. No, I want to watch it. I'll be wanting to know <laughs> just because I want to dissect it and figure out for myself. Like, all right, what they talking about? Mm -hmm. What is they talking about? When this come out? Oh, this is new. That's yeah. why I haven't seen this. It. 2021. So I'm gonna definitely uh, look at that. If y'all have Netflix. Check it out. If y'all have somebody else on Netflix, check it out while you can. Before um, it gets cut off. <laughs> yeah, screw Netflix. They said love is sharing a password and then they want to uh, renege and take it back. <laughs> nah, get that, get that back. You know what I'm saying? We sharing passwords over here. If y'all want to know my Netflix password, check out my Instagram. I was about to say, for real? <laughs> nah, I ain't giving out my Netflix password. They ain't finna charge me. <laughs> I was about to say, they gonna shut you down. Uh, dang, what does Seaspiracy talk about? Synapsis. Mm-hmm. ahead. It's about the environmental impact of fishing. It examines the human impact on marine life and advocates for ending fish consumption. I actually think I did see this. Uh, yeah, I think I did see this because... The impact that we have on like the ocean, again, due to the need to eat fish, they had to hurdle these fish into like big little things, just like with them big nets. Yeah, just mm -hmm. like uh with uh chickens and cows, they have fish farms, so they like block off this little part of the water where the fish can't escape, and they breed them, mm -hmm. and uh just like chickens and cows, eventually they run out of space, so the fish are like next to each other. Of course, they're using the restroom. There's a lot of urination and like waste into the water. It creates like a nitrogen rich environment and it's bad for them. Fish are bad 
for you digestively because sometimes if you don't properly cook your fish or if you don't properly descale and debone them, uh, you can get a bone in your, you know what I'm saying, your throat. Well, catfish is probably the worst one for that. People always get little catfish bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't descale some fish. fish, you can like, you know what I'm saying, choke on that as well. And fish are known for having like parasites and worms in them mm-hmm. as well. Uh, that's why consuming raw fish is bad for you. That's why one of the holes up I had about eating sushi. So I barely started eating sushi maybe like less than a decade. So not 10, but like maybe like <laughs> five years, half a decade. I've only been doing it for like maybe like five years. Uh, I always thought like sushi was like just raw Ain't fish raw. all the time. Mm-mm. And now like, but a large portion of it is. So eating raw fish can be bad for you because again, they can have worms and parasites in you and you don't want that in your system. Nobody wants worms. That's gross. But yeah, uh, it just talks about like how like we're messing up the ocean, like, you know what I'm saying? Overfishing. Because uh, you got to think about it. If we're taking all the fish for us to eat, what are the whales going to eat? What are, you know what I'm saying? Some of these other animals going to eat? Sharks and stuff like that. They're there for a reason. Cycle of life. It ain't for Exactly. Us. We like to demonize some of these animals like sharks and stuff like that. But sharks are vital for an ocean ecosystem. Uh, Without them, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Anything else. You take out a predator something else is going to like dominate mm-hmm. and it's a balance for a reason. If we're throwing off the balance, eventually, you know what I'm saying, we're just going to cause our own destruction. So uh, it shows our impact on the marine life. So definitely check out Seaspiracy. If you're somebody who heavily uh, eats fish, if you're like a pescatarian or something, you know what I'm saying, it might make you rethink some stuff. Again, we're not telling you not to do stuff. Do what works for you. Figure out what works for you. Eat what you want. But understand that everything we do on this planet has an impact, whether it's negative or positive, and most of it is negative. Uh, as humans, we're like a virus, if you want to look at it like that. Uh, we're throwing off the balance of everything. Our need to expand, build, uh, destroy is very damaging and it's only so much that this earth will be able to take at some point we're gonna have to either figure it out do better or we're gonna have to find another planet which is why they're trying to kind of like colonize mars uh which every movie shows us that that's what the plan is (laughs) movies are great predictors about stuff uh that's why i watch a lot of movies if you watch a lot of movies a lot of stuff seems far-fetched until it's not uh I know not too long ago they showed that they have a metal now that can melt itself and, like, build itself back up. Mm -hmm. So, like, they hid it behind, like, some bars, and it got out of the thing, and it, like, turned back solid. So if you ever seen Terminator and stuff like that, it's kind of like how it worked. Uh, Again, seen Farfetch'd a couple of years ago. Now, not so much. Uh, Same thing with Matrix-type shit. We see it all the time where it's just like, oh, yeah, we've seen that in the Matrix. Uh, they have, like, human breeding farms. Yeah, now they're trying to sit there and really build those. And I think in, like, Sweden where they grow humans. Oh, wow. So, uh, again, everything's far-fetched until it's not. Even now, I think right now we're having, like, the problem with uh, train derailments. One happened in Ohio that was carrying chemicals. 
Uh, it derailed. It exploded. Mm. And now it was chemicals in the air and in the water. Uh, it happened in like five locations. Wow. Which at this point is not a coincidence. Everything settled for a reason. Uh, though we may not see it right away. I know that sounds like a conspiracy, but we also have to take a take a look at what's actually happening and realize like, all right, it's conspiracy to a point and then it's just like, all right, y'all not hiding nothing no more. <laughs> conspiracy was actually a word made up by the government too. If y'all don't know that, conspiracy theorists are made up to make people seem crazy and discredit them to make whatever story they're trying to paint you more credible. If you don't believe me, look it up. <laughs> but yeah, we're destroying this environment one one train, one plane, one car at a time. Dang. But yeah, <laughs> it's really crazy. Now, it's really crazy when you look at it because the Ohio stuff, it's a movie that depicts the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Train derailment, chemicals in the air, same location. It's a lot of that's not, and that's that not a, that. you know what I'm saying? That's not a coincidence at that point. Uh, the Simpsons, <laughs> dude lives in in the future because mm -hmm. oh, Vince he got a time machine because mm -hmm. he predicted what Trump he predicted he predicted a lot of shit mm -hmm. you can always find a Simpsons episode that shows like the Sounds time like. we in <laughs> uh, but yeah seaspiracy cowspiracy what the health mm -hmm. uh it was another big one for me it was the one with McDonald's supersize me supersize me it's not on Netflix it's not but on it's Netflix. On YouTube. He, I know he did a part two. Did he? I didn't it's watch it though. I think he did something similar to it. <laughs> We're gonna look it up. That one is on YouTube, y'all. But yes, Go on YouTube. <laughs> Super Size Me was the great like looking to walk. Uh, McDonald's dude spent thirty uh thirty days eating nothing, nothing. but McDonald's. Uh, that is extreme to the point where it's not realistic. Not a lot of people are eating McDonald's every day. But it is some people that are. Uh, for those that have a heavy fast food diet lifestyle, that is showing what happens when you do that. And he gained weight. His cholesterol went up. Uh, he was super healthy at first. I think he was vegan or vegetarian to some extent. Mm -hmm. uh, he talked about like the effects they had on his body, his sodium intake. I think he ended up developing high blood pressure. Had to. His sex life. uh <laughs> Then he ended up, yeah, it went down. <laughs> he couldn't get it up sometimes because <laughs> it blocks your arteries. It blocks the blood mm -hmm. from getting down there. And just, it was a good documentary for what it was. Of course, it's some stuff that's like, eh, it's kind of like reaching. Uh, it also shows like McDonald's marketing tactics. Uh, for those people who don't know, McDonald's is not a fast food company. It is a real estate company. If you ever watch the movie The Founders and all that, it basically shows how McDonald's like started. Uh, the dude who started McDonald's is not the original starter. He, it was a restaurant based out in I want to say California, I think, by two brothers, mm -hmm. and they had they were just trying to you know what I'm saying minimize the amount of time people got their food because what what happened with People would drive across like the country and stuff like that. They would stop at like little restaurant diner slash things. They could eat at their car, but they would bring them like meals and stuff like that. Sometimes the righteous would get you the wrong stuff. They'll forget stuff just like at any place. Um, but they revolutionized the way stuff was done. You can order your food, get in, in a matter of minutes. They had like a system set up and stuff like that. 
And it was just one place. A dude they brought in to try to expand. He ended up deboying them, stealing a product, mm. uh, and basically turned into a real estate company. That's why, like, you have McDonald's at uh, hospital locations, Walmarts, and a lot of places is because they acquire the land there. And if a Walmart's getting built there, they have to include that McDonald's because McDonald's owns whatever land they're building on. Wow. So yeah, well, they even should like, own a lot of land because they in no, they do. They're they're a billion dollar. They're a billion billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. Now the number might be exaggerated. Uh, it might be like a little more, but supposedly they only make one percent of their profit on food. I think a big chunk, like ninety to like ninety nine percent of their profit, is straight through real estate. Wow. So yeah, they're one of the biggest real estate companies in the world. Uh. They do not make all their money on food. So the misconception is that, but they have great marketing just with any company, just with any food. They're going to advertise to you as healthy. They do have a part two. It's called Holy Chicken. (laughs) So I think this one. Is that about McDonald's too? I don't think this one's about McDonald's. I think it's about a, a chicken spot. A new fast food restaurant owned by Morgan Spurlock. Uh, it's detailing the negative effects of eating exclusively at the fast food chain McDonald's for my I think this one is Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of Carl's Jr. before, and then I found one in Arlington. And oh, like, no, 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 no. Okay. So this one is it explores the ways in which fast food industries have rebranded itself as healthier since his original film. So... That makes a lot more sense. Mm. So the companies do that a lot too. They will rebrand themselves. That's the great thing about businesses is you can always reinvent yourself uh, after years, whether new logo, new marketing team, new like, you know what I'm saying, ad campaigns and stuff like that. So I think since he put out Supersize Me, of course, a lot of fast food, like, damn, it's a lot of eyes on us. We don't want negative feedback. So we're going to rebrand ourselves. We're going to include vegetarian options. We're going to include plant-based options. They we're have include- plant-based nuggets. My brother said it to me. right? Yes. He talking about, they got some for you. I said, boy, hell no. Nah. They had to have a plant-based burger. Uh-uh. Uh, a lot of places have impossible uh, meat. Plant. They have uh, Beyond Meat. Uh, that's the thing about getting healthy is companies don't sit there and just looking like oh people are getting healthier what are we gonna do mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna go with y'all y'all want to eat healthy y'all want to eat plant-based vegan stuff we can offer that to you too it's vegan it's plant-based on paper but just like with any like thing that's considered like healthy or vegan uh you look on the back of the ingredient list it is chemically loaded uh ingredient list is a mile long uh they fries has 19 ingredients in there. I'm just going to throw that in there. I thought it was more. No, it's 19. For McDonald's? Yes. And including beef. Yes. Uh, in beef they fries. Products. That's why they used to taste yeah, so I good. Did a, <laughs> I did a reaction video to that, and it shows like in other countries, like I think it's in Britain, it's only potatoes, oil, and salt that yeah. they use. Uh, and that's the only thing. And in this country, they use a whole bunch of chemicals to keep it the same color. Uh, they don't mold uh Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of people that showed videos of that, of them having McDonald's for a long time. It doesn't mold. It doesn't decay. The fries will stay the same. Uh, the burger will stay the same. The meat doesn't rot. 
It's uh, like play food, like your child play with at his little imaginary kitchen. <laughs> so we need food to rot. Like that is a way of life. That is balance. That is, you know what I'm saying, micronism, eating what they need to survive and breaking down food so that it can grow into something else. If your food does not break down, if it does not decay, there's something wrong with it. So there's no food that does not decay. So if it doesn't, you're eating nothing but chemicals. The fact the bread doesn't mold is crazy. <laughs> they nuggets is, I don't know. You put it under a microscope, it's like fibers. Really? Because yeah. I know when you when I used to bite into the nugget, it was so much air, like so much space in between whatever the outside is and the inside. Yeah, because I think they like they ground stuff up. It's kind of like hot dogs in a sense. They ground up like all the leftover stuff, beaks, feet, whatever. And they like put it in there. It's so gross. No, thank you. What else is a good documentary for people to watch? Um, so I haven't watched these two in particular, but um, I just kind of read over them. There was one called Ask the Doctor, and it basically like goes over allergies, diet, sleep. Um, it's three doctors that share their expert advice um, to bust like medical myths and test the latest treatments topics like obesity and the link between food, your mood and how like all of that plays a part, how food plays a part and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it seemed like it was pretty interesting. And what's it called? It's called Ask the Doctor. I need to watch that. I don't think I've seen that one. Um, it was, let me see. I looked at some of the episodes that they had because it's not a documentary. It's actually a series. Okay. So some of the episodes were um, obesity, the link between food and your mood, um, what foods help with gut health, how to, pretend, how to prevent cold and flu, um, and how exercise can boost mental health. Those are just like a few of them, but it was probably like 10 episodes on there. And that stuff is important. Like a lot of people yeah. don't know too, like yo, uh, you have a thing called like your your digestive like biome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a little ecosystem in there too. Like you have bacteria, gut bacteria that needs to be healthy to like break down the foods to like make your like stomach function the way it does. And a lot of people in this country don't have healthy gut bacteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we do extreme stuff and we eliminate good gut bacteria in the effort to try to reduce bad gut bacteria. Uh, yeah. So understanding how your gut uh, works is important. Um, I need to check that out. I don't think I've seen that series. Yeah, it seemed like it'd be good, especially like different topics to look at, you know. Yeah, no. Nah, overall, then health. they have another documentary called Game Changers. Mm-hmm. So it's about athletes who have switched to plant based diets, you know, for a long time in like uh, the athletic scene. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you got to eat meat. You got to eat your chicken, your steak, and all that to it's get your protein." Strength. That's such a tired like <laughs> thing to say. Where you get your protein from? You can get protein from a lot of stuff, but it just explores like you know what I'm saying plant based uh, diets for like athletes, uh, and it shows like how they get their uh, food. You know what I'm saying? Their nutrition, their fitness, how they feel, and stuff like that. Uh, it's a great documentary. It's a lot of plant based uh, weightlifters and stuff now. Uh, if y'all watched our previous episodes and y'all seen Bravo on here, he is a big muscular fitness trainer. Poor guy, dude. He's vegan. <laughs> 100% plant-based. Uh, so, yeah, it can be done. You don't need meat and all that to be a bodybuilder. You don't need meat and all that to be an athlete. You can be done on plant-powered food. Uh, 
So, yeah, if y'all want to look at that, if y'all have little ones who are training to be athletes and you want to show them that they can be do it off of fruits and vegetables and all that, it's a perfect documentary for y'all to watch. Uh, what's another good one? Have you ever watched Earthlings? I have not watched Earthlings. It's a YouTube documentary, but it like goes really deep inside the um, farms, you know, the the chickens, the cows. It's I couldn't even watch it. It was too gruesome for me. Is it with Joaquin Phoenix? It's so sad. It's really sad. It's with Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. right? Because I know he's a big advocate, like health advocate yeah. now. It's really sad, but if somebody can stomach it, it's yeah. Check out Earthlings. Yeah. I can't to be honest, like documentaries that show you the effects that we have on animals to me are good because yeah, granted, sometimes they're gonna exaggerate certain stuff because again, they're trying to sell you something or market something to you. They're trying to make you feel compassionate and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh the thing about it is we treat animals like they don't have feelings, emotions, they don't like know any better. They're made for you know what I'm saying, to be our food. But the reality is just like we treat dogs and cats, we see that like dogs have emotions. We see that, you know what I'm saying, they can feel, you know what I'm saying, sadness, they can feel happiness and stuff like that. We make it such a crime to like, you know what I'm saying, hurt them, but we treat these other animals like, oh, you're food. Mm-hmm. Like a chicken don't have those type of feelings. Like a cow don't have those type of feelings. Like they don't get mm-hmm. scared and all that. That's the reason why we tell y'all, like, if y'all, like, look at the process of how your food is made, you might kind of rethink that. Because these cows, when they're shuffled on slaughterhouses, when they're moved into the grinders or whatever to be so killed, sad. they're sad. They're scared. You're eating those type of feelings. Like, energy transfer and, like, you know what I'm saying, is very real. So... You are what you eat. If you're eating meat that at the time was made when they were scared, they didn't know, you know what I'm saying, they confused and all that, that energy transfers over to you. Like, now you you wonder why, like, you might have an increase of fear, increase of, like, you know what I'm saying, confusion and all that in your food. That animals, you know what I'm saying, had those same feelings going into this. So just like if a restaurant was to open, it was like, we serve 100% dog meat. Everybody gonna be protesting and mad. People of no color would be up in (laughs) arms. Boy, they would be so horrified. They would be protesting across this country. There is a website that is satire Elmwood Dog Farm. I think that's what it's called. I think uh, it's satire, but they pretend like they sell dogs. It's another podcast I listen to. they was talking about how in this other country, I want to say it's Thailand. I don't want to be, don't <laughs> quote me on that. Uh, in Thailand, I think they have it's dog farms. Now they have dog farms. Oh. Like they have cow farms and they're raised to be slaughtered. Uh, yeah, and they eat them. That's a, that's a big stereotype with like the Chinese community. Uh, all Chinese restaurants, I would hope so, but I don't believe eat dogs. But I think in Thailand, like some places do have them and they sell them on the side of the streets. Uh, they were making fun of it in the podcast. And it was like, damn, they really serving you hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's fucked up, but it's that funny. Is so mean. Yeah. So, again, we would be horrified if they did that. So why aren't we treating these other animals like that? Like, mm. 
Because they gotten used to eating it. Even deer. We we hunt deer for oh sport. Oh my gosh. Deer feel the same thing. Like they're scared. They don't know what the hell going on. People eat deer too. Deer sausage yeah. and people eat alligator. People eat frogs. People <laughs> eat all types of stuff. Raccoons, <laughs> rabbits. Like I just never been an adventurous eater like that. I never wanted octopus animals and stuff. bats, sharks, bats, squirrels. Well, suppose supposedly that's how coronavirus started. Is somebody ate a bat? That's what they were trying to say. No, that's how what they were trying to say at first. Of Mm. course, I think they was like testing some stuff. Yeah, but supposedly that's what they were trying to say was somebody like ate a bat that was contaminated and it like crossed over. But uh, yeah, and that's the thing too. It's not to say it can't happen, but animals get their own type of viruses, sicknesses, and diseases Mm -hmm. too. Eventually, like if we, you know what I'm saying, we consume that. They don't go nowhere when we cook it. So just like you wouldn't eat a cow that has mad cow disease and stuff like that, you shouldn't be eating a, you know what I'm saying, a cow that has, they grow cancers too. They get tumors too. And you know what they do when they slaughter those animals is they cut that out. They don't throw the meat away. They cut it out and they still feed it to you. So... Do what you want with that information. Yeah, do what you want with that information. Again, we not sit there. We're not trying to push no agenda on you. I'm not telling you to go vegan. I'm not telling you to do that. But do take in consideration that, like, some of these farms treat these animals horribly. And, like, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I do not doubt that eating meat was good for you. You know what I'm saying? A long time ago when it wasn't on such a mass scale and when it was farm to kitchen style uh but on a mass scale in the current era that we're in when pollution is heavy it's not safe no more Mm -hmm. and that's just the realistic look at it Mm -hmm. so yeah we gotta treat animals with respect that or Peter gonna come for your ass Peter (laughs) play they gonna throw that blood on you you gonna be horrified uh what else is a good documentary there was um so on Netflix they had like you know because it's mind body spirit so you they have a lot of workout ones um on Netflix I found a ten minute workout and they do like yoga Pilates intense cardio endurance body weight burn like if you don't have time to go to the gym or you're somebody like me who doesn't like working out you know Netflix got that now. Minutes. That's on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, there was, like, a lot of them, though. Yeah, I seen like, that. I was like, damn, okay, Netflix. so many workout ones. Like, And then there's some by Nike. Like, I saw Nike had a lot of them, too. There are just so many different ones. And then there's other ones that range from, like, 5 to 25 minutes, but then they have the 10-minute workout. So those were good. And then Headspace, the app, I believe it's the app um, that's also on Netflix. They have, uh, like, a little guided meditation series, and... It um, goes over like benefits of meditation and offers different techniques, um, how to let go, how to fall in love with life, how to achieve your limitless. Like it seemed like it it was a good, <clears throat> excuse me, a good series. You got it? No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one I was thinking of with Seaspiracy was called Blackfish. Oh. So if you've never what seen Blackfish, Blackfish is basically, it concerns the orca whale that was held by SeaWorld and it shows like how like 
at places like SeaWorld? Like with any like bless you, was that cough? Or no, something? it was a cough. It's like okay. I got a little tingle. I'm sorry, y'all. It's all good. <laughs> it ain't no, you know, it ain't, COVID it ain't, it ain't. and all of that. Cause I you just know, got a little dry. Cause he over there with his <clears throat> energy drink. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Continue. Blackfish the well. <laughs> I feel bad. Now I'm gonna bring water every time, just in case. Uh, bring some Dasani. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, <coughs> okay. And you got it out. Yeah, good. yeah. Go you for it. Show. Go for it. I'm right. good now. Go for it. Uh, yeah, it, it, black sea, blackfish basically like tells like them holding this orca well. It makes you look at not only like SeaWorld, but just any like facility that like houses animals, like zoos and aquariums and all that, and shows the realistic look of like how some of these animals are like kept. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one just. Specifically focuses on SeaWorld uh, and how they kept the orca well and all that captivated and stuff like that. Uh, it's a good documentary to watch if you want to like look into stuff like that. Of course, I'm always fascinated just about how like stuff works. So uh, if you want to keep enjoying your zoo trips and your SeaWorld experiences, don't I mean, watch it. Don't watch it. <laughs> That's all it is. Viewership. If you don't like some, if you don't want to be told about nothing, just don't watch it. We give our attention to shit that shouldn't we shouldn't give it to, but uh, that's one of the ones I seen. I was like, damn, it's fucked up. Uh, I always looked at zoos as fucked up shit because it's like basically prisons for animals that are on display. Uh, there used to be human uh, zoos not too long ago, so we just got to put it in perspective. We didn't like when human zoos were existed, so why should we like animals? Uh. I would not say all zoos are bad. Sometimes animals on the brink of extinction do need to be housed so that they can continue to exist and bred uh, safely so that their existence isn't wiped out. But for stuff that doesn't need that, shouldn't have it. <laughs> uh, we also shouldn't put that on display for like animals that are kept because of those reasons. But, you know, everything is an industry. Everything is money-driven. And uh, that's why we have stuff like that. It's fucked up. And again, we ain't on our Peter scale. We ain't trying to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, save the animals. It's just we got to take in consideration that. We wouldn't like that if humans were done like that. Mm-hmm. We were kept in zoos. If we were slaughtered to be eaten and all that, shit would be different. Uh, we have a consciousness and uh, a language to voice this. We don't understand animals. We don't know their plight. So we just had to take in consideration of how we would feel if we was in the role. If aliens came down here, started putting us in zoos, started harvesting us and uh, eating us and doing shit like that, we would be we'd be scared. We would be traumatized. Uh, we wouldn't want to bring our kids into this world. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we're creatures too. So <laughs> just take it in consideration. Uh, they have good mind documentaries too, like especially on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the one I'm thinking of? I think it's actually called The Mind Explained. Oh, I did see that one. Yeah, so it shows you how, how like our mind is easily tricked and stuff sometimes. Uh dreaming, anxiety orders, uh 
if you're fascinated with stuff like that, it's definitely worth a view. They have one about memory, dreams, anxiety, mindfulness, and psychedelics. Uh, they also have season two. This shows how to focus the teenage brain, personality, uh, creativity, uh, brainwashing. Our mind is a really powerful thing. Very. I think, yeah, people don't Very. don't know that. Uh, again, they always say this, that we only use 10%. So imagine the other 90% that's untapped. Our brains are like supercomputers that we don't know the capacity to. Uh, so if you want to learn a little bit about your brain, check it out. It's worth a look. Uh, me personally, I think dreams are... Or like wires into like windows into like other universes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I believe deja vu comes from too. I believe in the multiverse theory in which there's multiple verses with uh, a you in every one of those verses and a different scenario, a different like version of you is live, living out in the same timeline as you. And whenever one of those lines crosses, you have deja vu and that's why you feel like you've done something before because in whatever universe you probably already did. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all want to know more about that? Where they go to get that information? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys should Come talk a- to me later. I'll post um, content on that because yeah, it's it true. Yeah, it can be a content video. <laughs> yeah. Again, true. these are my thoughts and how I view stuff. You might have a different, you know, thought process. Now, parallel realities exist. No, I definitely, I, definitely, I mean, it's no reason why they did it. I put it like this. We, if we had the capacity to think it. It's true. It, yeah, it, it stems from real. somewhere. It's already real. Yeah, it's already real somewhere. We wouldn't get the thought if it couldn't be created. That's why even like uh, monsters and stuff like that, they exist somewhere. Somebody had to think them up in some universe. Them hoes exist. You've seen them somewhere. Yeah. So just like Bigfoot, Chewbacca, and Sask, all that, <laughs> the Chupacabra, <laughs> all that. I used to be really fascinated with that stuff when I was little. Real. Like, I used to be scared of the shows. Like they like talked about aliens and stuff like that. I was like, oh damn, like <laughs> the aliens are gonna come. Okay, so I used to be scared to get abducted. I Seriously. Was like, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here like waiting for them to come. So I'd be like, what's up? <laughs> They gonna be speaking a language like, yeah, we finna fuck y'all up. They be watching it. They be here. That's the thing about it. Like we we gotta quit acting like we the only things on this in this existence. It like exists. if we exist and we're on this planet, what else? What exists? else exists? Whatever your mind can fathom, that's what exists. <laughs> and you don't think that like some some race of something done got technologically advanced to like travel and like come see other worlds and they come here and be like damn I believe reality you shows. with your mind yeah, if well, you believe it we're the reality, sh- reality show called Earth and in today's <laughs> episode America is dealing with this that and third we're like on our I don't know how many seasons millionth season shit season 2023 yeah <laughs> what will happen this year World War 3 God forbid. If aliens do be talking about us, they say we're ghetto. Earth is ghetto. <laughs> well, you seen that, that I video? I think somebody <laughs> said, like, uh, they they bring their kids to Earth to see how ghetto it is so they appreciate <laughs> shit. <laughs> look. Look how they at you. You want to come live here? 
<laughs> Savages. <laughs> it's real. They arguing about TikTok shit. <laughs> Man, I know they like they be having a ball watching us. I'm gonna have to find that it's a TikTok that people was doing where they were being multiple aliens talking about Earth. I'll have to find it. It was very funny. It was very funny. Oh, what are the documentaries? What are the books? So I know some uh some good books that I read. I'm a history buff, so I read a lot of like black history. I minored in that in school or uh, African American history, only because African Americans in this country have suffered a great plight that I feel is often overlooked. I grew up in an all black community. Uh all of my friends are black. Everybody who I love and care about is black. Uh so why should I not know their history? Why should I not, you know what I'm saying, educate myself about their fight? So I am a big history buff. A lot of my books involve that. Uh, but I also do a lot of self-help books. So I know some of the self-help books I'm looking at right now is Contagious, which is marketing and branding, why things catch on. Uh, what is the other book I'm reading? The Way of the Superior Man. It's a great book, uh, especially for a man. Uh, it teaches you how to actually be a man. Mm -hmm. It teaches you how sometimes we can be in our own way, how sometimes we're uh, too passive. Some man could be too passive. Some man act very beta-ish. Uh, even the quote-unquote alpha male, what we think is like an alpha male is actually a little more than beta shit too. Uh, sometimes we try to dominate beta. shit too much. Uh, it just teaches you how to lead, how to actually, you know what I'm saying, take control of the power, handle like money, fame, and a lot of other stuff that can corrupt you. Uh, it's a good book. I advise any man that, uh, any woman that gives that to their man, just be prepared. Uh, it can be a good thing. So, it's a book I'm reading right now. What's another one? Napoleon Hill's uh, Think, Think and Grow, Grow Rich. It's mm -hmm. another good one. Uh, the Power of Habit. Have you ever read that one? I have not. That's one of my favorites. Uh, Malcolm X. The autobiography of Malcolm X. That's one of my favorites of uh, mm -hmm. all time. I've read it multiple times. It's one of the reasons that gave me a different outlook on life only because I've can relate to the Detroit Red side of Malcolm X as well as the Malcolm X side of things. Uh, growing up ignorant, not knowing no better, and educating yourself, having a different outlook, and trying to, you know what I'm saying, do better. Uh, that's another book I'm reading. I read a lot of books. Sometimes I read, listen to audio books because sometimes yeah. audio books help me knock down books quickly. And especially if you working. Using your hands, you got stuff to do. So one book that I will always advise people to like listen to, uh, you can read it. It's cool if you read it, but I advise to listen to David Goggins. If y'all don't know who David Goggins is, he's uh branded as one of the hardest motherfuckers on the planet. He's went through Navy SEAL training, uh, fucking raid, ranger training, par uh parasailing training, or. Fuck, I might be saying that wrong. Shit. It's some shit that's like, it's excruciating training that only like <laughs> the very, I wouldn't say bravest of, but like motherfuckers who like are like 
got the discipline and the mental fortitude to get through some, it will push your bodies to the limits. Uh, it's called can't hurt me and never finish. The main like thing that I got from the book is mental fortitude and the ability to push yourself past your limits and like realize that your body can actually take on a lot if like pushed. Uh, yeah, it's a great book to listen to only because it offers you not only like the story of the book, but in between the chapters is like a podcast kind of set up like this. And he talks with who's narrating the book about like why he included this in the chapter, a little more insight into like why this happened, how that happened and stuff like that. And it's just, it's a great listen. Mm -hmm. uh, can't hurt me. Never finished David Goggins. I should check it out. Uh, yeah, he done all this crazy stuff. He's an ultra marathon runner. If I don't know what ultra marathon running is, that is running some intense shit. I'm sure it's running fifty miles or more. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. that <laughs> shit is crazy. Mm -mm. Hey, mm -mm. shout out to the people who do it. Yeah, hey, shout out to it. people <laughs> who do ultra marathon running because that is crazy. So, like, uh. The milder ones are like 50, maybe 70 miles. Mm. Uh, they have 200 and 250 mile ones now. Uh, the big thing used to be like 100 and 150 miles. Uh, and people sign up to do this. Yes. That don't sound appealing and to like, me Even all. like the process of having to go through that, like yeah. those people run this. Hell, you got to mentally prepare yourself for that. That is mental fortitude. If you don't know, when you run long distances... Sometimes your body, uh, your body can not only get very dehydrated, but you also can get runner's diarrhea, which is when you cannot control your bowels at all. Oh, no. And it just comes out. Oh, no. While you're running. It happens to a lot of runners. Uh, they run extreme distances. Uh, yeah. With, with running those type of races, it's all about pacing. Yeah. You can't, you can't sit out there and sprint. Is all you about ain't running your pace. That to finish first. Yeah, they keep their pace at around six miles or under six to seven miles a minute. Now, of course, they might have instances where some of those miles uh, are a little longer, a little shorter. It just really depends. But when they average out, it's uh, a lot less. But yeah, that's a whole dive into like marathon running. But man, that, that it's crazy when you like learn about it. Uh, yeah, David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me, Never Finished. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Will Smith's books is a good read. Uh, Who? Will Smith? Yeah. I didn't know he had books. He No, he has one book. Okay. Uh, his kind of like his autobiography. Okay. The reason why I suggest that one is because, like, especially, like, somebody who's, like, at that level of, like, fame and all that, it kind of, like, breaks down, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a person's, like, journey through that like, you know what i'm saying being famous you know what i'm saying trying to manage a family uh ma managing fame managing money uh understanding that you're human you're not going to be perfect uh you can't be perfect your family has their own individual way of thinking what you might be thinking that you're doing the best for your family might be actually the wrong thing that you're doing uh even just on a relationship level, like, you know what I'm saying? Understanding your partner, understanding that you might thinking that you might be doing your partner a service, but you might be doing them a disservice and just understanding that you can't be somebody's happiness. You got to be your own happiness. And yeah, it's just a really good, like I listen to it 
just because he was narrating it. And I always like when the person who Wrote is about it. it. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, so that's a good book to listen to. The Power of the Subconscious Mind. The Power of the Subconscious Mind. That one's a good one. There's another one that I listened to. The four, you said the four agreements already, right? Uh, no, I didn't say that one. But the four that agreements one is, is like yeah. basically pretty standard for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the even four. The Alchemist. Okay. The Alchemist is a great book to listen uh, read. There's one that I just listened to. I've listened to it like three times, but I'm going to keep listening to it. It's um, audio on YouTube. It's called... One law I am, I create. You really want to know how your mind works and how you create stuff? That book will tell you. That's not, I got to check that one out. It's lit. I, What's it called? It's called um, One Law I Am, I Create. Everybody that I've sent it to, I tell them, listen to it with an open mind. Do not come with judgmental anything. Uh, one law I am. Uh-huh. I create. And of course, you know, if you use the herb, it's great to listen to with that. No, definitely. <laughs> uh, hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter by 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. For, for all the flag 50 Cent gets, <laughs> if y'all listen to that book, it will give you more of an understanding of why he does that. So all of that is strategic. Him trolling people is strategic. Uh, He's so funny when he does it. Too. He is. <laughs> 50 Cent is a great businessman. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get outside of 50 Cent. Curtis Jackson, the man. Curtis Jackson is a great businessman, a great marketer. He did, he done an amazing job of not only branding 50 Cent, but like he took a lot of like companies that we like heard of, like uh, Vitamin Water. Uh, he had a headphone company. I think it was like, Street Kings or something like that. Mm. That was an energy drink, Street Kings. Uh, a few other businesses and taking them like to be very profitable. Uh, he did a good job in music, obviously. That's what got him his brand. Uh, even acting. People don't give him a lot of chops for acting. The dedication it takes to do a liquid diet to play a cancer patient. Mm. That's dedication. You got to. You just got to give it up for that. It yes. might not have been a good movie, and the wig might have been off because he had dreads <laughs> in it. But just the dedication to sit there, a liquid diet, heavy cardio, to lose that weight and play a cancer patient. Dedication can't mm-hmm. can't fight that. Uh, to writing great shows that everybody seems to love. I have not yet to watch. Uh, Power. This then dove off into love. a whole spinoff. Love Power. Uh, love it. He also has BMF. Uh, what's the other show he has now? Oh, that's his too. Yeah. Come on, Fifty. Uh, it was it was a it was a show I was watching. Damn, what was it called? It was about a lawyer who was wrongly in prison as a kingpin. Uh, it was he was one of the first people prosecuted for kingpin charges in New York. He ends up becoming a lawyer inside fighting his case and winning, showing that they like fraudulently put him in there and that the case was based off nothing and actually helping other incarcerated people who were, you know what I'm saying, wrongly in prison fight their case. I can't remember what it's called, but it's really good. They only got two seasons, but it was a great show. Uh, He did that one as well. Uh, But yeah, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. Again, that's a great book to listen to. I listened to it like maybe like three or four times and it made me go buy the book. Mm. So 
It's a great book to listen to. Dang, I feel like there's another book that I listen to. I don't know. It's harder for me to know because I don't have my phone with me. Dang, I don't have. That's all where them you on keep. Oh, I have some your watch history. Yeah. Oh, it's another book. Oh, the spook who sat by the door. So I for y'all don't who don't know the uh, the spook who sat by the door is basically a book about uh, a dude who ends up like becoming an FBI agent, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, or is it CI? think it's CI. He basically like infiltrates the organization and uses the tactics that they use against the black community against them. Uh obviously it just shows, you know what I'm saying? I think in the in the book he blows some shit up. But you know what I'm saying? It's a great book. <laughs> it's a good book to uh read. See my list is small because I'll be limiting the amount of content that I be Taking in from people. Yeah, I think like the only thing that I like really do is either like self self help mm-hmm. as far as like with financial literacy or like just understanding myself as a man and uh and black history. Mm-hmm. So Angela Davis's biography is a great read as well. Uh I I cannot wait to meet Sister Angela. I'm gonna meet her one day. I don't know when. But I wanna meet her. Her autobiography is amazing. Uh, just what she went through in her time, you know what I'm saying, being in prison with the uh, Soul Dad brothers, uh, witnessing the bombing, the church bombings in, uh, I want to say that was Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, it's just a great read. So Angela Davis, check out the ISIS papers, uh, Asana Shakur. Is Asada? I think it's Asada Shakur. It's a great book. She has a great autobiography as well. Dang. You Owe You by Eric Thomas. You Owe You? Yeah, You okay. Owe You. That's a great... I listened to that one. So that's by Eric Thomas. If y'all know who Eric Thomas is, he's, he's a, a, a uh, the hip-hop preacher. Yeah. We've all heard his stories that, you know what I'm saying, if you want to uh, succeed as bad as you want to breathe, you'll get there. Like, he has some great content. Even just like... Because that one's kind of like giving a little background as far as like how he came up into like, you know what I'm saying? Public speaking and stuff like that. And it's just like really dope. Uh, yeah, that's a great book to listen to. I think he narrates that one. That's my thing too. Cause I'm writing a book right now called the four use. <laughs> I don't know when it will be out, but hopefully it's this year. Uh, I want to narrate my book. You should. I want I want to see that. the process of how that's done, like how I can get that onto like uh, Audible or whatever, and just audit, uh, just narrate my book. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another good book? I'm out of books. I have I like don't... a long list. My li- my library is extensive. If y'all like ever look at the video I post on Instagram on my stories where I show y'all my little library, I have a lot of books. Uh, the assassination of the uh, black male image. Shows you how they like uh, hypersexualize uh, men, the process of how they paint them, the image of them being thugs, uh, cheaters, uh, all this other stuff, uh, how they destroy black families and all those type of things. Uh, what other books have I read? Man, it's a, a lot. lot of them. Yeah, it's a lot. My library is a lot. And I keep adding books in some of my notes. The Tower of Wu 
So the Tower of Wu is by the RZA. If y'all know who the RZA is, that is the uh, one of the heads of the Wu-Tang Clan, the Abbot. Uh, him along with his cousin, uh, the Jizza, are like the main two people of Wu-Tang to help basically put the Wu-Tang Clan together. Uh, anyways, the RZA has like great philosophy. Uh, he also goes into like the 12 Jewels. The 12 Jewels have to do with like uh, five percenter information. So, you know, supreme mathematics and stuff like that. Because uh, everybody can be a philosopher in retrospect because your philosophy is your just your thought process of life. Uh, I know he's done a lot of spiritual like stuff and he just, the Tao Wu is just a really good read. Uh, what other books? I've read a lot. I can't even think. Clearly, and I've read, barely read any. <laughs> Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That is a good book, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're like diving into like financial literacy. That shows uh, just the process of how we're grown and bred to think like a employee and how to get yourself out of that mindset and think like a business person. His poor dad was an educated man in the uh a professor and stuff like that who you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying worked a nine to five saved his money and all that uh and his rich dad I think barely had a high school education on multiple businesses paid employees and stuff like that and it just shows like sometimes we grade people off of uh al- alkaloid damn I can't even think. Hold mm-hmm. on, I'm having a alka what I don't know. Damn. <laughs> My brain just went blank for a minute. Alkaloids, alkaloids, alkaloids. Damn, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Achievements. That is not the word you were looking for. Nah, no, achievements? No, 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 no. I'm about to say. It's the other it. word. <laughs> I'm a grammar person, but sometimes I don't pronounce stuff properly. So don't be on you know my head. what it means. That's all that matters. Basically, it's like achievements mm-hmm. uh, and titles. So we think people who are educated, like professors and stuff like that, oh, you must be rich. You must have this and that. Uh, that's book smarts. Sometimes book smarts does not out, you know what I'm saying, outdo street smarts. So you can be book smart and all that, but if you're not good with money, you don't have the financial literacy, you don't have the hustle spirit to sit there and, you know what I'm saying, build a business and all that, then, you know what I'm saying, you might be poor, but uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad is a great book. Uh, it's always one of those highly recommended books. Uh, what is another good book? Forty Eight Laws of Power. I always hear about that one. I've never read it, but I always hear people talking about it. Yeah, I mean it's a good, it, it, it's a great read, especially for like people who are like, you know what I'm saying, trying to understand like. Ownership, power, dynamic, and stuff like that. It is like good, like laws and stuff like that. Again, again, any book is not like concrete. Uh, you pick and dissect what information sticks out to you. Some information might not relate to you. Some will. It's all you know. What I'm saying that's the whole point of reading. You feel uh, what books work for you. What's some other good books that I've read? And I really should have had a list for y'all, <laughs> uh, but I didn't. Like I said, my library is extensive. I have a lot of books that I haven't yet uh, read yet. A lot of books that 
You want to read probably. That I keep adding. <laughs> I'll still buy books. That's why like I can't go to like a bookstore because I'll see something like, oh, I want to read this eventually. And, <laughs> and I'll add, add it to, to the, the list. Uh, dang, I feel like it's another book that's really good. Uh, damn. So I can't remember the name of the book. I'll probably when we drop this episode, I'll probably include it at the bottom. I'll include like the list of my library when we drop this episode. But uh, it's one of the books I read that basically had to do with like how like the civil rights movement was structured and all that. A lot of times we only know about Rosa Parks, uh, Martin Luther King, and like a few other people. Uh, but a lot of other people aren't credited as much. Uh, like Joanne Robertson, a lot of people who basically, a lot of women who uh, were basically the, you know what I'm saying, the glue and the motor that helped run the civil rights movement. Because a lot of people don't know, like Rosa Parks's uh, protest was not just driven on her own. She did a lot of stuff. Because a lot of people just associate that with what she did. Oh, she didn't want to get up, you know what I'm saying, sit on the back of the bus. She sat in the front. But she had been doing stuff for a long time before that. So her thing was she used to help uh, rape victims who, you know what I'm saying, black women who were raped uh, by white men and all that. So she used to be an advocate for that. Not talked about. We don't learn about that. We just know about she didn't want to, you know what I'm saying, move in front of us. So that just, you know what I'm saying, highlights a lot of things that, like, a lot of the women did in the uh, movement. Uh Becoming Abolitionist by Derricka. I forget her last name. Hold on. I can look that up now. Becoming Abolitionist. That's what it was. Derricka Purnell. That's a great read. Uh, it has to do with, you know what I'm saying, police uh, brutality and stuff like that. Uh, how we fund the police and you know what I'm saying? It's just a great read. If y'all want to, you know what I'm saying? If y'all interested in stuff like that, come in abolitionist, Derricka Purnell. Check that out. Damn. I'm telling you, I got a lot of, like a lot of books. You're going to have to organize them by categories or something. Yeah. Self-help books, biographies, history. Yeah. Some other great documentaries too. <laughs> I just can't think of them. I'm telling you, I'm watching like, I'd be interested in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, I feel like it's. I, I feel like I should have a picture somewhere in my books, but I don't. <sighs> it's okay. It's all good. Gather it and make it a link, downloadable link when you post it. Yeah. <laughs> so when we drop this episode, like if it's great book recommendations that y'all want to make, or even great like documentaries that y'all recommend to people that we didn't mention here. Uh, y'all should drop them in the comments below. Y'all should like, you know what I'm saying, share them with people. Because everybody, I feel like, needs to read good books or watch a good documentary. Because the more you know, the better you do. Um, I Mike Tyson's podcast <laughs> is a great podcast to listen to. Some of it's bullshit because some of it's just like chopping it up with like famous people. Uh, Mike Tyson is controversial for a lot of shit he's done in the past. Uh, one of the things I like about his evolution as a man, though, is that he did a lot of bullshit. He went through a lot of shit. You can see the pain and like 
the dark places he went to when he talks and like, you know what I'm saying, in his face. Like, uh, damn, what was the point I was getting to? I lost my point for a minute. He has a good podcast. Yeah, because then you know what I'm saying, he be on that hot sometimes, but he gets really deep and stuff, and sometimes he drops some amazing gems uh, about philosophy and just about like life and stuff like that. Damn, it was a point I was getting to about that. Damn, I forgot it. He'll come back to me eventually. <laughs> Check out his podcast, though. Y'all might know what I'm talking about. Uh, damn. You don't have any more book recommendations? No. Nah, because I really feel like I'm not a content consumer now that I'm listening to this. I really don't like to take on other people's beliefs and stuff. So, oh, I think I that's the, that's the point I lot. was getting to. He's basically saying like, who is anybody to sit there and say some stuff like, you well, should we, do this or don't yeah, do that. That's we 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 take really in mean. a lot of stuff is because oh, we read it in a book, yeah. and all that, and that's why I said like when you read stuff and you watch stuff, you had to dissect it for yourself take and feel like believe. yeah, if you if it rocks with your belief, if it gives you new insight into it, if it makes you dive into like a rabbit hole and like explore stuff for yourself, then that's great. But I will never take a book for concrete. Like when I put out my philosophy book it, my aim isn't to sit there and say, hey, this is how life works. This is what you need to be doing. This is, you know what I'm saying, how you need to live your life. Nah, this is what I, you know what I'm saying, I believe in. This is what's worked for me. From this is experience. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is my experience as far as what I believe uh, and how I live my life. So, that's you know what I'm saying. That's one of the things I was getting to. That's what the point he was making. Cause like even with the Bible, we take the Bible as fact and all that, but that has to originate somewhere. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to put that together and write it. You know what I'm saying? Even like philosophers like Plato. That's the whole reason why I want to put my philosophy into a book. Cause I was like, we learn about these people in philosophy, Aristotle, Plato, uh, Socrates, and all that. But anybody can be a philosopher. You know what I'm saying? It's just your thought process for how life works. We're all humans trying to figure out what life is. How does it work? Yeah, we all go through our own experiences and stuff like that. Uh, Somebody's experience might help somebody else. It might be relatable. It might not be relatable. Uh, That's the whole point about sharing the human experience called life. Is you know what I'm saying? We're just trying to do it together Mm -hmm. and find what works for you. So, you know. Dissect your books, read them, take what you want, research what you don't know, research why, what might stand out to you, and uh, figure it out. Don't take anything as solid fact, especially if you don't feel right after reading it. Yeah. Doesn't don't base your fact. whole like thought process off of what you read in a book. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Base it off of what you've done the research on and what you believe in. Because, uh, again, everything is in fact, and what you believe in is in fact. What you believe in is just your core beliefs. So set up your own core beliefs. Uh, it's not to say this stuff might not influence that. Some stuff uh, might relate to that. But, you know, it's all information. We're just trying to learn and figure stuff out as we go. That's why we put out this podcast uh, to sit there and, you know what I'm saying, bring our beliefs and thought processes to things. Again, that's why we tell y'all we're not experts. We're not saying you should do this and do that. <laughs> don't come far ahead. Don't sit there and be like, oh, this is bullshit because I tried this and this, that, and the third. Uh, yeah, just figure it out for yourself. You know what I'm saying? For sure. 
little trinkets, little little gems. <laughs> little gem. <laughs> yeah, we might say some stuff. We be like, man, that's some bullshit. I'm gonna go look that up. And we just sparked your mind to go look some up, and you find out we was wrong, and you found out some stuff that you didn't know. So that's why we is we plant seeds, and you know what I'm saying, watering them, and hope y'all y'all growing some beautiful plants, and you know y'all water other people and grow it, help other people grow. That's all we trying to do is help people grow. That's why we call it Growth Podcast. Uh, that's why the little symbol is the tree growing out of your brain because we watering it. We want to see y'all grow into vibrant. Uh, beautiful trees so blossom <laughs> blossom but we're gonna wrap this up because we already a little over time uh i've been your host jesse the truth as well as my co-host Tierica. this has been the growth health and wellness podcast uh peace love and happiness we appreciate y'all until next time see ya